Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. I'm Chemda. And today we have no guests because we're running out of friends. How many Zoom rooms does it take to be okay? Oh we really God. learned who our people are through this. You know what I mean? Like give the people that you keep in touch with, touch with. And that's like, what, five people? It's also- How many people a day do you text to see if they're okay? Um. I more send texts out to people being like, I'm not okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's our brand. Like, Tracy, how many texts at like 2.30 in the morning have you gotten being like, are you awake? Are and you awake? You I'm not. And- <laughs> <laughs> I've more been texting people like, hey, we have a show. Let's do this. Money. Come on. <laughs> I promise yeah. to pay you. Uh, but I, I haven't. And I, when this first started, I had a list. I'm like, yes, I'm finally going to like actively keep in touch with the friends that, you know, I don't normally see a lot, but it's been so busy. So I feel like I'm the shithead who doesn't really get in touch. In fact, my Al-Anon meeting, somebody from my Al-Anon meeting was like, Hey, we're starting a group text for, you know, gratitude and keeping each other, whatever. I have enough group texts already. Enough. That's the thing. I have 17 apps. I have house party. I have zoom. I don't need to be on it. Someone tried to include me in like a woman empowerment email. And I'm like, I cannot be empowered right now. I'm losing my fucking mind. Why are you sending me a paragraph? Continue. Well, Wait, so I, that, 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 um, the group text for your Al-Anon meeting, you're like, is this a podcast? <laughs> I can't I talk do to this you. as a podcast. If we're recording this, I'm there. But otherwise, yeah. I need to live. No, I was I really told the truth. I was like, you know, I love these things, but I'm afraid that I'm not on top of my texts because this yeah. it, like you said it's going to be paragraphs and I'm going to read it and have to be thought out about it. And she's like in or out and I was like, I'm in. Oh wow. <laughs> it just you you weak bitch. You really want, putting your I foot down. It. I really want it though. <laughs> But I don't know how to do it. Wow. I mean, you got to take what you want at these times. Yeah. You got to just whatever makes you feel good. I mean, I went over to Chemda's house, um, not into her house, to be clear. But I hit a point where I-, I live alone. So I hit a point of loneliness where I was starting to get really stir crazy. And I just biked over and stood like 10 feet from her front door and waved in a mask. And I was like, I need this. I need you to come outside because... This is starting to get fucking nuts. We had a, oh God, a Andrea. I'll drive by. We had a yeah, twenty-minute Romeo and Juliet conversation where you know we're just like yelling at each other. All our neighbors could hear everything we're saying, and we're not changing our tone or speech. We're just like, I know this is fucking crazy. This is this so New York. Guy. 
This is so yeah. New York just yelling out like this is even before this apocalypse happened. Like people are just like yelling from like doorway to doorway. This is like stoop culture. Yeah. Actually, I've been going on my roof to dance and think about throwing oh. myself off. And so oh. I <laughs> have been looking for friends because I'm like, I'm not the only person that's going to be going on the roof. Yesterday, I noticed what looked like a racket, like going back and forth. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So then I just started being like, hello. And then someone popped their head up and waved. And it was a woman playing tennis. She was using the like the entrance to the roof. You know, it's like a little mini kind of house. Yes. Um, And there's a wall. She was using that to hit a tennis ball against. So I'm dancing to fucking disco. She's playing tennis against the roof. I mean, you know how the mighty have fallen. You know, it's going to be great when we're done. The Google images of people going nuts on their roofs will be fantastic. I I I hope I hope some drone is picking up all of this and we'll do a super cut of crazies. I was like twerking in sweatpants looking like fucking hot garbage. And I'm like. If any of you motherfuckers take a picture of this, you're dead. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny how, like, as New Yorkers, we're finding ways. Like, we're we're social beings, New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Even though people think that we're just, like, nasty and we hate everyone, it's because our lives are so fast-paced. Yeah. And we just need, like, all of this, like, instant gratification. We need, like, all, like, do you ever, this is something very New York that I do. Um, if you send me a video and I start watching, and it's like a five-minute video, I'm almost like, I wish I could, like, fast-forward this and, like, absorb all the information real quick and, like, see, like, what I'm supposed to be. Yes. Like, I need Cliff's notes of even a five-minute yeah. YouTube video. I mean, I also, like, I, 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 I miss the dopamine loops of, like, walking around outside and being like, there's a crazy thing, there's a crazy thing. Oh, look at that guy trying to suck himself off. Oh, that lady's drunk. I miss seeing couples fight on the train. Right. But you actually, oh. you have been seeing some stuff. You've been biking in the middle of the night. Um, I know that you feel unsafe. So to feel safer, you've been biking in the middle of the night by yourself. Um, so that sounds yes. great. I'm glad that I just announced that. I just advertised yeah. that, by the way. Everybody, you can track me easily on Instagram. Find me. Take me out. Honestly, <laughs> no, there's no time like the present. Um, so what are some yeah. crazy things that you've seen? So I've been biking in the middle of the night. Uh, I think I started maybe a few weeks ago once I was like, you know, feeling better. And I was like, I want to go outside. I biked, uh, over to a pharmacy. Like I bike to get groceries during the day and during the day, especially like I'll go through the parks. Motherfuckers are not social distancing. They're like getting near my bike. And so I was like, I need to go in the middle of the night cause nobody is out. You also get, like, the whole city to yourself. It's really, really cool. But um, I kind of do, like, multi-borough tours. I put on Marilyn Manson. Oh. I fucking put on my mask. I don't know why you've been having anxiety. (laughs) It's like, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. (laughs) And I'm, like, whizzing up the Williamsburg Bridge. What I'll do is go through Greenpoint, and then I'll go into Williamsburg, and then I'll go across the Williamsburg Bridge. I'll go into Manhattan. Um, the last middle of the night bike ride I took, I was out there for four and a half hours Mm. and I just go like, I just go like, I'm going anywhere. I'm going to turn when I feel like turning. I'm not like, there's no destination. That's, I'm just, that's the best. See, this is when you say, what what do you miss about New York and what's going to be the first thing? I would go out 
seriously on cornball dates with myself and go, I'm going to go, maybe I'll start in the park. But you can, what Andrea talked about is, uh, you covered a lot of distance. You went from neighborhood to neighborhood in Brooklyn, from borough to borough. That Williamsburg Bridge is no joke. You have to be strong as fuck to complete that and then want to do another bridge. So, but that, that is what I miss about New York where I don't have to make plans. I can go out. Like you... I, I imagine in other places people go, where are you going? And they're going, I'm going here and then there. Even if, if, yeah. if there is a second destination, here when you go out to our first destination, when you're done, you go, what's next? Because you can walk anywhere, you can go anywhere, and you'll have a whole different experience. Yeah, you're just like, what mischief can I get into? I have point A of my journey, but the rest of it is like yeah. open to interpretation. I mean, I've been also been taking photographs. Uh, just because it's like, when else am I going to see this street so empty? Uh, but last time I went out, I was going across the Williamsburg Bridge. And is it the West Side Highway? The one uh, on the West Side? that's on the water? I don't understand time, space. Uh, They're the both on, on the, water. the water. They're both on the water because okay. it's it's the edge of the island. Right. Well, the West Side okay. is, did you pass the high numbers? 9th Avenue, 10th Avenue, 11th Avenue, 12th no, Avenue? No, I just stayed on the water the whole time. Okay. So you were so on you're the probably east. on the on the east side so yeah. that's the the east river and then the hudson river is on the west side so you would yes. have had to go entirely cross town to get to the west side highway yeah no so i stayed on the east side um and i i biked past like a yacht club yes I biked on past, 30 I something these, yeah yes. yeah i yes. went through all these bougie parts of manhattan and i was just like laughing about how none of these businesses are going to be <laughs> functioning i'm like oh your little fancy seafood restaurant's gonna make it doubt it um <laughs> And uh, and then I started going like by the river and there's no one around. And then I see two dudes and I'm like, OK, they're either like blowing each other mm. or it's a drug deal. Uh, I always but, I always mistake those two. Like some yeah. sometimes Xerxes is like you want to smoke. And I'm like, oh, he wants me to suck his cock. Right. Very confusing. <laughs> cock. All right. Yeah, so that's, we, so just to define that's um, that's mouth stuff. That's mouth stuff, okay. not hand stuff. To be con- hand right. stuff is handing drugs over. Mouth okay. stuff, mouth is, stuff is, is mouth dicks. on okay. cock. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't. So they were. D- <laughs> they were. I'm doing so glad uh, she was so graphic with the choice of words. What the hell? They were doing. They were doing s- hand and and cock stuff. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, listen. I'm the whitest looking lady ever on this city bike. I've got my like Cal Berkeley sweater. My hair is in a ponytail. I've got my running attire on, you know, I, and this is pretty, uh, it's like just me and them for like miles and miles. Mm -hmm. And I want to communicate that I'm like not a narc. Like I want to be like, I love drugs too. Everything's fine. Don't worry about me. Wait, what are are they? In fact, I like this. How are you next to them for so long on a bike? Were they biking and blowing each other? What they're they're sitting on a stoop and one one guy's sitting. I'm sorry. One guy's sitting and the other guy is standing. OK, facing in front him. of him. Yeah. So either you're about to get on your knees or you're exchanging drugs. But Are there masks? No, no masks. Oh, they, my they're raw dogging the world. Yeah. Did you just stop and watch like a crazy person? No, but they can see me coming from like a mile away. There's okay. no one around. I'm like excited to see a person, and then I'm like, oh shit, this is either sex or drugs. Both of those things I love. They don't know though. I look like a fucking. I look like a fucking right. Karen. Or it was rock and roll. Bike. It could have been rock and roll. That's true. I I would be happy for any of that. And so I was just like biking by, like, woo! 
I give people like peace signs or like the the rock sign, like I'm fucking cool and I can hang. And they're looking at me like, what the fuck? And then I realize that a dead end is up ahead. <gasps> so then I have to like stop my bike, turn around, and then bike past them. And then I realize I'm off the path. I've now gotten onto the sidewalk behind them. And I have to pick up my bike and carry it. And I'm like, this could not be. I was trying to be chill and like, hey, I can hang. And now I'm picking up my bike. And they're both like, what the fuck? You should have showed them your badge. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a podcaster. (laughs) I'm a safety officer. (laughs) I'm the middle of the night biker. I shared my cleaning fluid with them. Like, if you're going to hit it, please be safe. It's so funny that like this is what you do. Like you're wandering the city. Um, so I grew up in, uh, in Queens and, mm-hmm. you know, we did, we had cars because we drove to places, you know, we didn't really take public transportation that much, uh, you know, in like you my neighborhood, really take public no, but like even my friends, though. like we kind of, the, the area of Queens that we lived in, we kind of yeah. just like, you know, used we didn't really use public transportation. So, um, what we used to do, like Noel and I, my co-host, we used to drive up and down. Okay, now Hamza, you're, this is going to hit home for you. We used to we used to cruise the bully. That's what we used to call it. Francis Lewis with no destination. Franny Lou, so uh, AK Francis Lewis Boulevard in uh, in Fresh Meadows. We would go up and down, so it would go like from Fresh Meadows to like Bayside Queens. I always wondered what the fuck Fresh Meadows was. Oh, it's where you drive your car. So <laughs> yeah, Fresh Meadows has no train anywhere. It's like in between all the right. Queens things. So there's you, just buses. There's yeah. a Q88. And that's really it. The 17. Is it residential? Yes, very. Is re- yeah, super residential. Okay. That's it's... where like where that's where my high school was. I went to St. Francis Prep. I would pass her oh. high school to go to mine in Bayside. Where'd you go okay. to high school? Cardozo? Cardozo. Where? Yeah. So we were, we were, we were like sistery high schools, right? Yeah. Like we used, well, you know, it's we so weird. We were kind of like on the same area. It, it was the same, but for some reason, everyone always said, like, oh, Franny Lou, all right, like, we could all beat each other up, like, even if you didn't fight. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah, 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 you're the pussy from Franny Lou. I'm like, well, who am I? Who am I? Oh, is this, this... where your fighting impulse comes from? This is... She's always trying to fight me. She's five foot three. <laughs> this is like the Bayside Tigers. What was it in Saved by the Bell? The two, uh, Valley High <laughs> yeah. and and the Bayside Tigers? It made no and sense. It's like, yeah, mm. Yeah, we're going to go fight Valley tonight. We're playing them in a basketball game. And then after the pep rally, we're going to key their cars. That's basically no, like pe- what was going on. And people from my high school would be like, yeah, I, because I, we ride the bus with you guys. So I'd yeah. ride the bus to school and they'd be like, yeah, I took. And sometimes it would be more populated by you people. So whoever had. Oh, the I'm so. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you people. <laughs> the fresh meadow cocks. <laughs> I don't know where I stand on this rivalry. <laughs> we we don't. Is, don't so do it. So we used to we used to drive up and down Franny Lou. That's if you wanted like um like a Bayside guy, you know, if you wanted a Fresh Meadows guy. And a lot of them had um do you I'd rem- take any guy at this point. No, I don't know if you would take any of these guys. Do you remember <laughs> the Acura Integras that they don't make anymore? It was like a yes. very small car. Everyone had like an, an Acura Integra type R. Um <laughs> And they would like drive up and down. They had like souped up Honda Civics. Uh, and it was just like really like the place. So what you would do is Are you, you dri- hollering at people. Right. So that's quote? what you do. So you, you drive up and down. 
Uh, nice. The boys are racing. The girls are like, you know, you pack like four girls in a car and yeah. you just kind of like hang out the windows. Every time you stop at a light, you're like, who's in the next car? What's going on? Uh, you could stop at the pool hall a little bit and like see who's oh, hanging out there. You could love stop at. Hall. Oh, no, it was good. You could stop at. Um, I forgot that there was like a Greek place in Bayside that everyone would go to. I forgot what the name of it oh, was. Oh, Scobie. It was like a coffee shop. Scobie. That turned, what was it? Scobie? Scobie no, that, that was Little Nick. Sorry. No, no, no I don't remember what it was called. It was oh Byzantios. That's what. It okay, was all right. That? Ah! Okay, that's you people. Byzantios. <laughs> Byzantios. Yeah, and that was like it turned into like a club at night, but it was really like a, a cafe. Uh, you got like tzatziki during the day. Yeah, you and got then another type of tzatziki at night. <laughs> you got galata borico when it turned into a club. Like it was amazing. It was like off the. It was off the chain. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Oh yeah, it sounds like it. So we used to do that, and then like all then the other part of Queens, and this is another one that's going to hit close to Hemda. Um, you know, if you're feeling crazy and like you're oh. really looking like... Astoria? No. Nope. Okay. Not All Astoria. Right. Cross Bay Boulevard. Oh, come on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's Howard Beach, Ozone Park. And if you cruise there, yeah, you're but you got to be something. You got to be white to cruise there. Like white. Italian. Well, I mean, also. I, I am. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Hemda... <laughs> Hemda was not welcome. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. So question about Cross Bay Boulevard and sure. this general cruising zone. So I'm noticing in Astoria, and this is especially prevalent during uh, social distancing. Sure. Is there's, and I noticed this when I lived in Astoria before, there's the guys that have those fucking ridiculous sports cars yes. that are playing music. They're hanging outside of the car. The music, I'm like, what even is this? I've never heard this. This is a type of club music that it like, right. I feel like is is not even on the radio. Uh, everyone's smoking hookah. Okay. They usually come out of the car with the hookah. Yes, I have answers. And, Go ahead. Yeah. Is it these guys? Because no. th these guys are still out doing that. And I'm like, you're smoking hookah no, during the, a pandemic so or the, the a greatest, lung killing disease. The greatest part about Astoria um, is that there. So, what is it? What's the main like thing? Is it Broadway that we're Ste talking there's about? There's Steinway also. Steinway, Steinway. Okay, so yeah. this is what you do. So Steinway is like really unique, right? Because you get uh, so it's, it's very Middle Eastern on Steinway. You can go to a discotheque. You can also buy right. 25 yards of fabric. Okay, on the so low. in Stein on Steinway Street, uh, depending on what numbers you're at, so Steinway street goes from like i don't know 20 something to like 70 80 whatever it is yeah. i don't know mm -hmm. um and depending on like if you're in the 20s if you're in the 30s that is the specific nationality that you are going so what you're describing right now i think uh mm -hmm. is Greek. algerian oh yeah well, no algerian. no no so in okay so in the 20s and the early 30s it's algerian and i know this because i dated an algerian man did i ever did. tell you about this yeah of course well, and you worked at his store and you you sold fabric okay. out of the back door so i yes. used to work for <laughs> come on <laughs> i can't Just even hang tell the story hang this... up i can't <laughs> okay so what I was, was his name how did okay. you meet this is the Were you hanging your tits out the side of a car. <laughs> so I used to work for before Uber was like what it was. They no, used to stop. do they used to do like um, small business stuff. So they would take like people with a fleet of cars and they uh -huh. would send like a consultant from Uber and they would show them how to hire drivers. And it was like basically like almost like like a franchise kind of thing where they uh -huh. would like outsource the work. So I worked for Uber and I would go 
to the places, the people that had the fleet of cars, and I would help them hire their drivers, and I would show them okay. how to set up the small business. Okay. So I do this for uh, these people. Okay. And All right, Tracy. I'm hiring drivers. What the? I'm hiring drivers in Long... Do you got a guy? You think you got a guy? I got a guy. This was on, like, 11th and 44th in Long Island City. We're just, like, in, uh-huh. like, this, like, deserted building where, like, every day I'm like, I'm going to get killed in the staircase. Yeah, that's where Wait, I live. Yeah. 11th and 44th, that's by the water. So... It's right by the water. It's right, um, it's right by where... You know where Con Ed is? That's right where yes. I live. It, right. It's, like, two or three... Yeah, it's a little bit towards... It's, it's a little bit more towards the water. Yeah, but could we just... Where I live now has changed... Back, you're talking about like 20 years ago. No, 20. It was like it was probably. I'm trying to think of when I worked there. Um, maybe like 2011, 2012. Okay, okay. but it's yeah. still very. So I, it's very industrial. It's very yes, very desolate. industrial. Yeah. So I'm in yeah. there, and I have like all these guys coming in and out, and the drivers are turkish they're dominican like people are from all over african right and i'm always talking to these guys because the main thing that i need to know when i meet someone that's not from america is what kind of food do you cook yeah that's like my number one i'd be like you know i'd interview them and then i'd be like what, what is kind your... of sauce you got i'm like what kind of sauce what do you make what do you ma-? and he's like what do i make and it's you know, always a lot it's of always some answers... form of rice i think chicken and rice that's what i was gonna say every single person the answer was chicken and rice lamb and mm-hmm. rice goat and rice it's always that mm-hmm. so oh, i'm talking to this one guy oh, i miss halal cards keep going my dad so if, this one... if there was no rice during the meal it wasn't a meal you had to have meat yes. and rice and move on Mm-hmm. Actually, I have a really good recipe for uh, the halal guy's uh, copycat, so I'll send that to you guys too. Sauce, okay. So, and there's sauce involved. <laughs> so I'm talking. Yeah, it's this... not always just Italian sauce. There's there's Arabic just all different sauce. sauces. There's Greek sauce. I make the there's sauce. There's every type of sauce. So this guy comes in, and let me tell you what a beauty this man was. He mm-hmm. was stunningly handsome. Like mm-hmm. handsome to everyone. Like every, I think everyone here would have been like, like objectively, yeah, like wow, like, that wow. is that is a good looking guy. It is like, very, Olive, very, very rare that we're all like, yeah, that guy's hot. It's yeah, no, this yeah. was like, like I've shown people pictures of this guy, and they're like, I can't even believe this is a person. Like wow, he had like stunning like piercing green eyes like olive skin he had oh he was just so yeah. good looking right that so he comes in so beautiful and yeah. he has to pick up some papers for his brother i don't know he's not a driver he's just picking up papers for his brother so he's like oh yeah my friend knows this guy whatever okay so i have to give him the papers and he's like oh my name is mike and i was like oh i was like hi mike and he's like where do you live i was like i live in queens where do you live he's like i live in brooklyn and diker heights and i'm like oh nice so now he's like can i have your phone number and i'm like oh my god mike wants me like i can't even believe this finally it happened, happened to me right, right in front, front of my, my face, face. <laughs> i can't believe it so mike gives me his phone number uh uh-huh. i give him mine he texts me that night he's like i want to bring you out i'm like oh my god this hot italian guy from brooklyn wants to take me out i can't this believe it this is like it. the carnazzo dream yes this is it yeah. like this is it so he was like, he wearing uh, a tank top you know, I don't remember what he was wearing, but it was very, whatever it was, it was like a very Italian look, right? Okay. Yeah. So he picks me up. He's like, we're going to go to Astoria. He picks me up and um, I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, we're just going to like hang out with my friends, bar, whatever. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Right. So like I dress up, he picks mm-hmm. me up 
and we go to Steinway and it's like in the 20s, right? So we park and we're walking and like everyone has on like their their garb and um yeah. you know there's like robes and the hats and like you know and these I things. remember the first time I encountered Steinway. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, it's a really weird it's, pl- a, it's just so strange because that was like that was and mm-hmm. discotheques. It's one of and the greatest like, chain the right now. of texts that I got from Andrea when she discovered Steinway. She's like, oh, and she started taking pictures of like a car as an awning, you know, for yes. <laughs> like, just she's like, this exists. It's five blocks from where we are. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. It's so there's like- there's different sections and like there's Algerian, there's Egyptian. Yes. Um, they have a big, big Egyptian crowd. So it's like different kinds of North African, right? Mm-hmm. So now I go out with this guy, Mike, and he brings me to meet his cousins. And we're on the, Ugh. we're on 20th something. We're on Why? 20 something. And because that's who he hangs out with. Into this. That's all he hangs out with. And yeah. they're all at the, they're all at this cafe. And I'm like, oh, cool. And all his cousins are dressed in their, you know, ethnic garb and they have their robes on and everything. And I'm like, this is so weird that this Italian guy knows all these like <laughs> Arabic guys. So I'm like, oh, cool. So then we sit and we're in this place and they order hookah. He won't let me oh. speak. And they're all speaking Algerian or whatever. Or I guess Arabic, right? They speak Arabic. Yeah. yeah. And Sounds I'm like, right. hey, I'm like, I'm confused. I was like, you told me you're Mike from Brooklyn. He's like, well, actually, my name is Abdel Malik. And he's I'm like, selling you now to these guys. <laughs> he's like, but they call me Mike. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who oh, does? <laughs> Girls that he dates. Okay. So <clears throat> he orders mint tea and I'm like sitting in the oh. And I'm like, this is not terrible. Like, I don't it's want. great. They're all I speaking Arabic. Bars. Yeah. They're all speaking yeah. Arabic. No one is talking to me. I'm like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. No, Andrea, Andrea, stop saying yeah to that. You have been inside for too long. This is not good. <laughs> Listen, I'll be someone's wife. No. I don't care. I just want company. No. Okay. Put me in a fucking Wait. burka. Okay, so we need, it doesn't matter. We need to talk about Andrea's state of mind at some point. <laughs> Okay, wait. So he uh, he brings me home. Whatever he drops me off. Uh, he, his cousin comes with us. Obviously, does I he have... talk to you at all during no, this? No, he doesn't just, talk. You're to... sitting there being pretty, and yep. they're drinking tea and, and speaking in a different language. Yes, okay. and then I'm like, you know, I kind of have to go home, and he's like, okay. I've no had problem. worse dates, to be honest. He yeah, puts me in the true. back seat, and his cousin sits in the front seat, and they drop me off. And when I tell you that my foot wasn't even out of the car, they were driving away. Um, <laughs> And then he calls me the next day. He wants to take me out again. Um, he takes me to walk by the Verrazano Bridge. And he mm-hmm. holds me by the back of my neck as we walk. Like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. And then he tells me that we will be married soon. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Um, and then I find out that he uh, is not a citizen. And he does need some paperwork. Oh, cool. Mike, you tricky bitch. I was like, Mike from Brooklyn? Mike from Brooklyn's not... Mike from Brooklyn is an immigrant just like Andrea from Canada. Yeah, so I broke up with Mike, but, you know, God bless. Did you ever hook up? No. He tried to kiss me when we were sitting at the Verrazano Bridge. He he sat on a bench while we were walking, and then he pulled me onto his lap and, yeah. like, held me by the back of my head and, like, tried to, like... Like kiss me, but more like it was like a procedure that he was gonna do to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to stop. 
this a guy like this always asks you if you're like an actress or something you know which is like a veiled way of being like you're attractive and i want to fuck you like they don't they can't because it's immodest to be like i want to bang you right they're like are you an actress or like a singer quote unquote like they name like the three women jobs (laughs) that you can have if you're hot and then you're like okay well are you an you know i like know what you're saying right now right are you an OnlyFans? um andrea how have okay first of all um you were getting groceries and tell us what happened so i I can't every time I go to the grocery store, which is like once you get a lost. Week, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to scout out safe grocery stores. And uh, we talked with Tracy a little bit about this on Hot Mess this week. But like not all grocery stores are alike in this apocalyptic existence. There's ones that uh, no one's taking social distancing seriously. And then there's like the popular ones where it's like empty. So I found the sweet spot one. Key Foods in Astoria, they shut down an hour before their actual close time to clean. Right. And I'm like, love this. Into it. You're it. Okay. So I go there and I'm like, I'm just going to pick up a few things. I brought one of my baskets. Um, I have these like big uh, woven baskets and, and like a tote bag. Um, And of course, like there's this, thing when you're grocery shopping when you're like i don't know when i'm gonna grocery shop next and like maybe i mm-hmm. do need this and now i'm like trying to shove the cell like the giant box of seltzer into the tote bag and now like i should have brought both my baskets and now i have plastic bags and i'm trying not to touch anything like this is such it's humiliating trying to like not touch anything and stay away from everyone and like shove everything in and not have it you know spill over so I leave the grocery store and, of course, immediately one of the plastic bags that I inevitably had to get explodes. Everything's on the street. So one guy, there's two New York dudes near me, both in masks. They're both kind of like Italian sauce looking. One of them, like, throws a bag at me Aww. from, like, six feet away. Aww. So cute. And the other one, as my tomatoes, like, roll down the street, the other one is, like, intercepting them and, like, batting them back at me, like, on the ground. He's, You're like, playing rolling. bocce ball. Yes, he's bowling my tomatoes back at me. Like, it was a very cute moment where, like, everyone came to help me, but they couldn't get near me. So everyone's just, like, throwing things in my general direction. And I'm like, thank you. That's so nice. Uh, That's what New Yorkers yeah. consider nice. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, they're putting themselves at risk by getting near me, you know, and then then I then the the new bag that this guy threw at me, I hung it on my bike handlebars and it got caught in the wheel and (laughs) tomatoes were getting all over the wheel. You made sauce? I made sauce with my bike (laughs) and I was like, just leave it. It's over. It's fine. The tomatoes. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. Leave them behind. So there also I had these uh, purple, you know, those purple potatoes, mm-hmm. like the deep purple ones. One of them got caught in one of my wheel wells and then it, it was just like stop like in there. <laughs> so someone's going to get out a city bike and be like, why is there a potato? There's an heirloom potato. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's like a, a blue apron recipe <laughs> in the wheel of this bike. Oh, my God. But it was like, I have to get home. It's getting dark. I don't have any more bags, so just leave them, you know? So you've been feeling great. Oh, yeah, I'm in a great spot. Tell, tell me about what's going on. I mean, 
I don't know. Living alone is really like the main toll of this beyond my I'm I'm a naturally paranoid person. And I think the paranoia of not knowing how this is going to end and like what our life's going to be like. I feel like our life has been stolen from us. That's I mean, beyond the like the people who actually have died and like reading about that and like thinking about people dying alone in their apartments like it's really really like horrible and I'm fine you know like I'm we're all very very lucky we're able to work from home we're able to be like communicating with our friends and um, we're healthy like these are all huge huge wins and so I don't want to complain but I just I feel like you know what is gonna happen to us that's this like big thing hanging over our heads and well um, it seems like when when, when am when, i gonna see my friends it seems like when your mind has time to think it trips on yeah. worst case scenarios and gets to even some scenarios that are not gonna happen but it it like triggers your body to think it's real and then you're probably yeah. shaking oh yeah i can't i can't it's like um it's kind of addicty in that I know it's unreasonable when I'm in it, but I still can't resist going there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the other night I was walking around in the middle of the night listening to a history podcast about Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, wild. <laughs> I couldn't be more morose of a person. I'm wandering around I had around on alone. black lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wandering alone in like the industrial area of Long Island City. There's taxi, there's just abandoned taxi cabs everywhere. I'm listening to a a podcast about how shitty Edgar Allan Poe's life was. And then I start being like, what if I actually died during Corona? Oh boy. And now I'm dead. And this is just like a fever dream or hell. Like, like my dead body is in the apartment. My friends had to go get it. My mom is fucking freaking out in another country. And because this is the weirdest, like, our lives right now are weirder than like I, I couldn't make this shit up. There's yeah. people protesting the virus and could, nothing makes sense. <laughs> protesting so the virus. I just love that. I know. It's like I can't. None of it makes sense. So what makes more sense that I'm dead and this is hell or I'm alive and this is our world. I like, like that. This is what <laughs> Corona has done to my brain. I like that. Hell for you is Long Island City. <laughs> I mean, Hell for me is like not being able to see my friends and not knowing what's going to happen. Like it's a lot of it is just like future tripping about what's going to happen and how this is going to end. Sure. I, I mean, think we're all wondering how this is going to end. Yeah. And I know it will, but it's like, fuck. It's when? anxiety. How? It's a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I have been struggling with anxiety myself. I've been struggling with anxiety for so many years, but yeah. I actually have been using BetterHelp online counseling for over a year now. God bless that service. Yes, it's actually, it's been so helpful because, you know, you don't have to go anywhere to do it. You don't have to bike anywhere. You don't have to be in contact, in personal contact with anyone. It's amazing. And, you know, if something is interfering with your happiness, you can really figure it out with your BetterHelp counselor. And yeah, you could, so you could, yeah, you can start communicating in under 24 hours and it's, it's not self-help. This is a professional counselor. This is a real therapist and you can make video sessions, phone sessions, whatever you'd like. But in between there, you can message your counselor anytime you want. So Andrea, when you're in this like bad state, you could just send a message to your counselor and be like, Hey, I think I'm dead. What do you think? 
what are the odds that I'm dead? Right. It's just so, listen, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need it. It's so good because if you get a counselor that you don't like, you don't have to. Or a counselor that died of corona. Right. You don't have to have that awkward conversation. You could just switch them right away. And they have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in so many things. And anything you share is confidential. This is honestly the most convenient way to get therapy. And best of all, it's affordable. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash New York. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New York. Yeah, I don't think there's a more apt time to start doing some therapy because, fuck, this is... This is such an unprecedented thing to well, happen to people. You need you need something to interrupt that system. Otherwise, you're going to keep yeah. tripping on it. You're you're the ride is going. You have to tell someone that it's happening, and they'll interrupt it. Yep. Yeah. I think when I had that thought that if I was dead, that I might be dead, I like know it's not true logically, but like part of me still kind of thinks it. I, that's I'm fair. So, I'm. I'm so disassociated and I'm so alone. Like I don't have other people in my living space. So I have no one to like bounce thoughts off of. Sure. Like I, and, and I just, it's so bizarre. My life is so bizarre. It's, it's crazy how quickly it changed. Like, do you remember the before times where it was just like, ah, this is kind of like a little concerning. And then over like two days, it was just yes. like, this is fucking serious and we're Fucked, and it was so quick like that. Yeah, I mean, the I've, the first thought that I had was like, ah, I never got SARS. I'm not gonna get this. Yeah. Well, a thing that I and and I've stopped reading the news, um, and I've stopped researching. I feel like I'm a virologist now, just by the amount that I've read about this. But the thing that I read that I thought was interesting about why this particular virus is so uh, effective is that like SARS, all the other viruses in the Corona family, Ooh. everyone else in the crew. Uh, are much more severe. So the reason why SARS and MERS and all these other um, viruses that are, you know, the pr- the predecessors to Corona, so to speak, were controlled is because people die so much quicker of it, and they and there's no people who are really asymptomatic. You get it, and you're like fucked up, and you're dead, and you, and you're dead, or you survive, but you're like in a hospital, and they are they're they're like hazmat suits and shit. This one is so effective because it's like a little weaker than the other ones Mm -hmm. and much more contagious. So it's like I'm sure it was just moving through New York City uh, in like February and none of us knew. It's pretty incredible how effective of a virus it is. You know who did know? You know who did know? Our president who was warned like a year ago. You know who did know? The president who got rid of the people who can help us. Uh, But let's, I know that I'm going to go on and on. That's what gets me mad. But yeah, I'm trying not to think about it. our lives, dude. No. He's so nice. (laughs) I I can have a beer with him. He's so funny because he just says what he thinks. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I just really, that's what I've always wanted in a president. Like, just be like a silly goose. I feel a great sense of uh, calm that that Daddy Cuomo is actually Mm -hmm. in charge of when we reopen because 
for a minute i was like oh my god what if trump is the one because he's just ready for all just all of us just to march back out into the world and die um and daddy cuomo it's actually up to the governors how the states reopen and i could not feel i mean every politician is a shitbird and i'm sure cuomo has like a horrible history he's a lifetime politician i'm not he's not a like infallible man but like he's just like daddy we don't like him but uh sometimes he gives us the right thing yeah but you kind of have to listen to him that's the whole thing yeah and i'm like the fact that he pushed the the quarantine date to may 15th made me feel calmer like i don't want to be inside for a month but the fact that you're pushing it back because you see that it's not time makes me be like okay you're like actually thinking critically about this and like listening to doctors and it also says that that he's going to take the responsibility of what this is going to do to our economy so he's saying like hey guys i'm dad and dad has to find the money like kids aren't supposed to be concerned about that just do it like figure it out uh hemta how have you been feeling as far as like emotionally you know we've been inside for quite a while now what's going on with you I'm generally good because I um, I have put some systems in place to stop my spiraling out of control. But every once in a while, I I have a Corona cry because oh. <laughs> love those because CC yep 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 get some CCs out and um, it do you just... schedule those in your plan in your planner or <laughs> I wish I did. And there's like 20 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of screaming at the wall, <laughs> and then we'll do some evening writings. <laughs> And then I'll make 25 tortillas. And then, you know, something that I didn't bring up on the last podcast, and I really I'm sad that I didn't. I saw some of your cooking and um, what there was a situation where in a frying pan, there was just a whole potato. There was just a, a whole like it looked like it looked like an Idaho potato. Uh, it was she got it from my bike. She went around <laughs> the corner and she found it in the wheel of a city bike. It was standing up. It looks like you cut just the end off so that it would stand up tall in the frying pan. That's right, ladies. It's tall. Stand up tall in the frying pan. And I was like, what is this? And I'm like, you know what that is? That's some pothead shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. right. That is some pothead shit. She's yeah. like, yo, Xerxes, you want to cook a potato? You know what else it is? Do you know what else it is? I am not going to be able to fit into anything at the end of this. Like, it's it's over. This thing, yes, I wear the same thing a lot, but I can't fit into anything. We're all going to have to just wrap blankets around ourselves. Yes, guys. I was in such good shape before this happened. Okay, (laughs) let's, let's rewind to the beginning of this year. Okay. I'm fresh out of a breakup. I'm feeling powerful. I'm motivated. I'm fixing my sleep schedule. I'm going to the gym. I lose 10 pounds. I look fucking killer. I'm getting dick all over the place. Then I fall down the seven train stairs. I sprain my ankle. LOL. Then viral Why pandemic. Why is this funny to me? It's fucking hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. Because it was like, I'm coming out. And then down it's the like, stairs. like, actually, you're going back in. You're going, you're staying in, bitch. And all that weight you lost, all that muscle mass you built up, you are going to be a gelatinous, anxiety-filled blob. And it's back to those long skirts that fit because that's all you got. You're good. Don't worry. You're you're still wearing bras as tops. Yeah. No matter how much 
weight I gain, I'm still wearing bras as tops <laughs> because I will not be taken down. <laughs> you can take away my freedom, but you can't take away my bra as a well, shirt. Andrea, you're quarantined alone. Hemza, you are not. Clearly, mm. I've heard that you are quarantined with someone. How is that going? Well, it definitely accelerates your relationship because, like, yeah. I I used to have tendencies to be like, oh, you know, like do it this way or do like you you end up micromanaging each other by accident, and so yep. I've been yeah. I've been noticing that I hold back on that because it hasn't helped in the past, and really things start like coming off and 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 getting less weight. So I hate to report this, but we are doing even better. I think the acceleration Ugh. of our relationship has been oh, good. They actually oh. got married in quarantine. So I want to tell oh, you we something. Did. <laughs> did you really? I um I am a reverend. Do you guys know this? I, yes. I do know that. Yes, of course. I am a reverend. I've been a reverend now for over a year. This is coming on two years now. <laughs> and I did, Daddy Cuomo did on a press conference say that anyone who has the power to marry anyone in New York City oh. can marry. And I think we can marry over video chat. So keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. Should we make that uh, an only in New York event? <laughs> we can... <laughs> Guys, oh my God. for the low price, for the low low price of twenty dollars, <laughs> I will marry Hemda to Xerxes on Zoom, and then I will quickly divorce them, and then we will do it again in a few weeks to make more money. Can you marry me to a city bike, or <laughs> I'm gonna marry Andrea to a potato? Guys, someone sent me the other day a male porn star. I'm not usually like fans of porn stars. But one of my fans sent me, like, a tattooed up skinny porn star. Oh, my God. You love him. Owen Gray. I'm talking to him in my house alone. He is Is he single? Daddy. Uh, probably not. And every woman on you the planet wants to fuck him. But I am forming a relationship with a porn star in my mind. I'm following him on Twitter. I might join his OnlyFans. Oh, wow. Is he guys, responding make sure to that you? you're no, I mean virtually in my head. I'm just no, you guys should Venmo Andrea Allen. Andrea, what's your Venmo? Andrea Dash Allen A L L A N. I need to pay this porn. Star she so she talk. needs to she needs to join this OnlyFans. She literally needs this for her not only entertainment but her sanity. So if you love Andrea, please Venmo her because this is so important. And while you're at it, you could Venmo me at Tracy Dash Carnazzo, which is in my uh, Instagram for our stickers for our Only in New York stickers. They are four dollars. Yes. And even in the quarantine, I'm out there. Sending you guys stickers. I'm walking to the mailbox various times in the week. My God, you are a soldier. Well, Tracy, how are you doing over there? I'm great. Uh, everything's fine. It's I a don't great know. time, right? So this the usual a great time for me. My oven, yeah, my oven is broken. So um, <laughs> the other day it passed away. Uh, how are you gonna make lasagna? Yo, let me tell you. First of all. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but I'm gluten free now because uh, uh. that's another thing that I got in quarantine. I got a, I, I have we discovered that I have a gluten intolerance. And I was so then a can you so if you feel the need to make lasagna, can you just drop it off to me? Yeah, like it's yeah, I guess I could just I mean, if I ever have if I ever have an oven again. Oh. So I think sometimes I think that, um, you know, speaking of gender roles, I do not believe in gender roles. I think that I am also a uh, appliance repair person a lot. Yes. 
I have a toolbox. I take things apart. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that at the end of the day, appliances aren't all that complicated. Nothing's all that complicated. Like, I always thought that the guy that comes over your house, you know, with like his ass crack showing, I was like, this guy's a genius. Always. I'm always like, what can I get you? How does he know all this stuff? And it's like, yeah, there's three parts to every appliance and it's one of those three parts that's not working like you're adding to your resume now repairman yeah like reverend uber (laughs) consultant repairman child star um so yeah that's what was going on so now my my oven i got a an error message on my oven f11 googled it found youtube videos watched hours of youtube videos i think it's the igniter so what i did was i ordered it an igniter and ordered it, a part. This is amazing. I ordered a part. It's coming to my house next week. Um, there's a guy on YouTube that has given me entirely too much confidence. And I'm going to change it myself. I talked to my super. I was like, listen, I'm going to be changing this part. You're going to have to shut the gas off at some point because I don't want to explode the apartment. Okay. This is so scary, but I believe in you. Just please watch one more YouTube video and maybe have the super right there. So he has to risk his own life. So maybe (laughs) that's the thing. So he said, we're not really doing repairs inside of, we're not really coming inside of your apartment at this point. Yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to send you the YouTube video. I'm going to send you the part. Tell me if you think that there's some like tell me your thoughts on this because we're a team now. Yeah. If, if, if you're working it's a small business. It's it's not only just a small business, you know, I live in an apartment building, so if you die, I die. You know, if if we go on fire, we're all going down. Like I'm gonna kill your whole family. So <laughs> you sent that via text, hey, I'm gonna kill your whole family. I'm like, so it's up to you what you want me to do. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, I also, another appliance, joined my family this week. Uh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. So it was my birthday. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday, Tracy. Thank you so much. Um, Oh, it must have been so much fun, this birthday. Just endless. To be honest with you, it was fine. It was was quite enjoyable. I I don't like going outside, so that works out. I got a washing machine. It's a semi-automatic washing machine. I'm so jealous. What does that uh, mean? I will be post. So, okay. So it's like this little like basin thing. It looks like a fake washing machine and you put it in your bathtub because it drains into the bathtub and you put can some you clothes in. Th- you can pick this thing up, right? I, like I carried it up over my head up the what? stairs. Do you, th- do you think I could make love to this washing machine? You can 100%. There's a hose that's quite large. This is like a, this is the male sex doll. This is better than any kind of OnlyFans account you could ever look yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. So you put your clothes in one side of it and it's a washing machine. You fill it up with water manually. So I use the shower head. I put a little detergent in. I put, I would say, as much clothes that could like you could stuff in like a grocery store bag. Yes. Okay. If it didn't break. Right. Yeah. But just like stuff it full. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So you put that much clothes in. you fill it up with water. You put a little detergent and it rustles your clothes around. It washes them. And then it drains out. You fill it back up. You put a little softener in it. It does it again. You drain it out. And then next to it is like this fake little dryer. And all it is is the spinner part of the washing machine. And then you spin the water out of the clothes like at like 8,000 miles an hour. And then you hang them to dry. Boom. Do do, do they look, do they feel like when you get clothes back from the wash, you know how they smell good? They smell good, but they are a little stiff. I think I need to add a little bit more softener. Yeah. It is crazy how industrious we've been. Like, 
Hamda ran an entire virtual Keith and the Girl podcasting week. I couldn't we even believe it. Roast with like twelve comics, and, and there were like, like four hundred people watching. Yeah, you replaced. You're replacing parts in your fucking yeah. oven. I have, um, a, I have a washing machine. Do you know that in my building we have laundry, and it costs like between like washing and drying, it costs like five dollars a load to do laundry. Yeah. This is New yeah. York City, guys. This is real. Even if this wasn't a pandemic, this washing machine changing my life. Mm-hmm. I know. We're like figuring out all these hacks. I'm just learning how to make tortillas. I'm fucking. She's cooking a potato uh, vertically <laughs> in a frying pan. Do you know what he did? Yeah. Speaking, speaking of weird like stoner thing, this must be a stoner thing also. He takes a, mm-hmm. a banana and then puts like cuts it in half puts sugar on it then takes mm. his blowtorch and yes. then blowtorches yes. it yes and it's it, a it brulee slowly brulee banana yeah that shit is good oh. maybe melt some chocolate on top <laughs> very good that's amazing well, come to your immunocompromised but i feel like you're slowly kind of like starting to go outside not like going to interact with people but i feel like you you said you walked around the block a little bit like are, is your fear level starting to kind of because the 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 deaths are plateauing now? I hate to like talk about deaths like that, but it does seem like we've maybe got past the apex. Are you getting calmer about the idea of like rejoining the world a little bit? No, because uh, I want to, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's okay. But to me, until there's a hospital bed for me, I can't yeah. go out because not only that, like. I've gone out and broken my leg. I don't want to go to the hospital. I, right. I've yeah, been in the hospital so many times that I can't take it to... We you love t- it. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. He loves it. <laughs> We've been on dates to the hospital. It's fantastic. Do you love the bills or like the fear? Or like what is it about the hospital just that you love? The combo the just gives me... It's it's like how I get my testosterone. Like, girl, this is great. <laughs> but... Uh, I've only been on two walks. One was around the block. One was a little further. But every time I do something like that, and I've only gotten um, food groceries once. We're getting our second one tomorrow. The freezer's empty. I'm trying to time it because I don't want to make a stupid mistake. So I'm just yeah. I, listen, I'm proud of you. That's really good. You're being so yeah. responsible. You're I being hate smart. it. Yeah, no. You know, I, I get it. it, but I'm it's, so it's jealous scary. of I'm... your midnight rides because. As soon as they have enough hospital beds, I want to go on a bike ride. Well, I've yeah. been walking in the cemetery by my house. Mm. I have. Wow. I, I, think I you're, thought I was fucking goth as hell. Look at oh, you. Oh, no, this is super goth. So there's a cemetery by my house, but it's like a historical cemetery. And it's very beautiful, actually. And there's yeah. tons of hills. And guess what? No one's really hanging there. So what? <laughs> I know. So I've been walking in the cemetery because it's like amazing there. That's yeah. this is New York. This is like when I go into a cemetery, like I've I used to go to the cemetery in Brooklyn, what's a Greenwood cemetery? Oh, yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. And it's about, yeah. it's so big and beautiful. Yeah. Like these this is me going into nature. Yeah. Yes. They yes. don't understand these people, you guys that live in freaking Iowa, you think that we just have outside? We don't just have outside. We have to go to a cemetery to enjoy life. And you get to visit my grave because I'm almost certain that I'm dead. And you get to <laughs> place a flower there. And well, go. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I got to say, Andrea, if you're dead, I really appreciate you writing us into the death story. Like, you now Thank have you a so choice much. and you're choosing us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, okay, now pr- in the in 
in the column of I'm not dead, I have been interacting with a lot of people and everyone's really following my script. <laughs> Although this could be my own brain and in my own dead brain, I would have these people around. Right. That's nice. very nice to me. Good for I you. I also manifested the news and Cuomo. Like I'm creating a really complex dead world in my wow. head. But oh I my can take God. So. Dead world. Um, Andrea. Yes. Where could we find you? Tell everyone where they could find you. Tell everyone your Venmo so that you can get your OnlyFans. Tell us what's going on with you. Find me under Unmarked Grave 25. <laughs> um, no. Uh, you can find me at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. Uh, follow me there. Slide into the DMs. Write stories about me. I love it. I love consuming everybody online. Uh, and please check out my podcast, the hot mess comedy hour both these ladies have been on they're yeah. fucking hilarious um and my venmo is andrea dash allen a l l a n i need money to give to porn stars i'm so alone please help me really you just you just need enough money to get him a, a, a coronavirus check and if he's positive you're good to go i mean negative yeah. that's negative <laughs> oh my god no. No, positive is better if you've already had it. You know what I True. mean? After True. this, when I start banging it out, it's like I'd rather you have had it than not have had it. You know what I mean? You're like herpes, then friends. You're, then you're not going to pick it up somewhere. Let's not even get into the, my future tripping about how much I'm going to bang the shit out of all these fucking weirdos. Oh, oh my God. Hemza, you just ran like a freaking G. Keith and the girl week I can't even like I was talking to Andrea about this this week like I can't believe what you pulled off you I ran know. you ran an entire like comedy festival <laughs> from the closet of your house the, from the closet of your studio apartment and it was phenomenal I had the best time I felt like I went outside to a party every night it was Chats really fun. Night were so fun. The Keith and the girl roast was hilarious. Oh my god is that available anywhere for anyone to purchase we got to look at the footage. I'm hoping it will be. And uh, I think we had, it okay, was great. so good that you two were on there because, it, and, you know, we just hired our friends to, like, hang out, basically. So even the before we got on stage, quote, quote unquote, we would meet in the room. And even so that fun. was a roast. Afterwards was a roast. So I'm hoping to have all that footage and put it out. But uh, otherwise, yeah. you could find all of us on Keith and the Girl, Keith and the Girl podcast. Everybody here has been, you guys are you know, two of the most popular guests that we have on Keith and the Girl. So oh, love having aw. you. And I guess my Venmo is at Chemda. Shout out to Xerxes. And that's it. Awesome. <laughs> he did he did awesome. help Guys. a lot. I, I couldn't have done that week without him. Yeah, he was amazing. Fights with me on the Keith and the Girl forums. Go ahead, I dare you, because boy, when I have time. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my God. Hemda, you could also be found at Hemda on uh on Twitter and Hemda K A T G on Instagram. Guys, you could find me at Trixie Tuzini, T R I X I E T U Z Z I N I on Instagram and Twitter. And you could go to tracycarnazzo.com for all of the podcasts that I'm working on, such as <laughs> Teen Mom Trash Talk, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, and I was on the Hot Mess Comedy Hour this week. Uh, it was so amazing, guys. Make sure you check that out. 
Uh, and my Venmo is at Tracy Dash Carnazzo, which is also in my Instagram profile. $4 stickers only in New York. They're holographic stickers. They're like They're so amazing cool. stickers. So make sure you're hitting us up for that. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week. Bulls sauce. That was great. It was perfect. <laughs>